Hello, everybody. This is Chanel Patrice Hancock of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast, episode 103. Today is August 18th, 2019. And it's a beautiful day today in Akron. It's going to be a very hot day in Akron. It's going to be 90 degrees. Fahrenheit, which would be like 30 degrees Celsius, I believe. Um, Don't quote me on that because, you know, I suck at converting temperatures from Fahrenheit to Celsius. However, today's going to be a fun podcast because I have decided to talk about using Netflix as a tool for language learning, especially if you're visually impaired and you are blind. Now that... You have text-to-speech software such as NVDA, JAWS, Linux, System Access, and that's all for Windows operating systems. You have um, iOS platform for the Mac, um, and you have VoiceOver for the Mac. You can now watch movies in Audio Describe um, now that they've made that available digitally um and Netflix is accommodating the blind and visually impaired and the hard of hearing and deaf community um with closed captioning and audio described materials and I think that's a wonderful thing because for the longest time the blind community didn't have the option to have audio described uh, materials and you had to go on amazon.com or some other site that was blindness related in order to find movies that were audio described and it wasn't like it was the latest and greatest either so I'm going to be talking about that but I want to kind of take a step back and thank the sponsors of the show Anchor who allow me to talk about my love of language learning, share all kinds of content to help my 9.1K listeners from 82 countries from around the world, including here in the U.S., where 33 states are listening to me at this moment, which is a great thing. So thank you, Anchor um, FM. You know, they joined up with Spotify recently. And so I want to give Spotify a shout out, you know, for continuing to improve upon accessibility for the Anchor app. A lot of us who are blind and visually impaired, we love the fact that we can independently create podcasts, you know, using our text-to-speech software, our mobile phones, our tablets, our laptops, our desktops. So thank you so much. We really appreciate being a part of the conversation along with everybody else from around the world. So thank you. Now, let's go into the podcast, shall we? Well, I have to say, I watch Netflix all the time. And I've been a subscriber of Netflix since 2008 when I was in California. And this is before, you know, streaming was like really popular. It was in its infancy. So 
I was doing the DVDs like everybody else. I didn't even have a Blu-ray player. Blu-ray wasn't really as popular. It was just in its infancy as well. And so I did watch a lot of my favorite shows and the latest shows and have them mailed to me now. You fast forward 11 years and that's all anyone's doing is streaming on their phone, on their watch, on their tablets, on their laptops, on their desktops, on their smart TVs. And it's just so amazing how technology has grown where you have text-to-speech software on the smartphones now. Um, You know, whether you have um, an Apple TV like I do with voiceover. And I'm able to independently operate it using voiceover, using my Braille display via Bluetooth if I want to, or whether I'm using the remote control with Siri and I can dictate, or I use the pad on the remote control and I swipe back and forth with my finger and have voiceover read the different apps that I've downloaded. It is so convenient. I have no sighting assistance. It makes me a more independent TV watcher along with a lot of other people, which helps a great deal because you don't always live with someone and you don't always have sighted assistance when you need it. And so this way, it makes it so much more convenient for us to be able to have that opportunity to search, you know, through the search browser, you know, and type in what we want using our, you know, our finger or even dictating it using Siri. It's amazing. I mean, you can do the same thing with Alexa. You can do the same thing um, with your fire stick. You know, there's so many options. But Netflix is so cool because if you're a language learner, you can just, the sky's the limit. You can go into your search bar and you can type in Italian movies and then it'll drop down and you'll be able to scroll and see what movies they have. And then you can swipe to the left and go down and it says Italian language TV shows. You can swipe to the right and it shows you all the shows and you get to start watching from the very beginning. You can go to your menus, you can go to subtitles, you can find out what language that movie has the subtitles in. You can have voiceover read it to you in that language. I've done that. I just got finished watching Woo Assassins. That was an amazing show that took place in the U.S. in San Francisco and Chinatown. And it was all in Chinese and in English. But I followed it because I had English subtitles read to me out loud with voiceover. So that was a big deal for me. And I was able to follow along because I can't read the subtitles. So I have it follow along and the voiceover is able to read it out loud. It might overpower the actual spoken words that the actors are saying. But you still get to follow along. I use this same process when I'm watching other TV shows that might be in Thai, for instance, or might be in Cantonese, or 
they might be in Japanese. Like I watched The Naked Director, which is a Netflix series in Japanese. And I had English subtitles and I was able to follow along. So my process is I watch it with English subtitles and first and then I go back and I'll watch the same show but without the subtitles and I'm able to understand what's going on because I already watched it before. So when I go through a second or a third pass with that show, I'm able to pick up more Japanese vocabulary that way because I understood it the first time when I watched it with the subtitles. This way you're able to be able to learn phrases, words, slang, and this is my method. So I really enjoy it. And, um, you know, it, this process is just something that you can do r- relatively easily. And the cool thing is, you know, they do have a Chrome extension if you want to use um the subtitles if you're a visual person you can download the chrome extension and you can have the subtitles in both english and the target language for which you're watching the movie this way you're able to take notes you're able to do a lot of different things visually that you wouldn't be able to do auditorily now mind you you if you have your braille display you can read that in that target language because it's supported now, I don't know if you can read both sets of um, subtitles, English and Japanese, as an example, if you use the Chrome extension, like if you have a Chromebook. I'm not really for sure because I don't have a Chromebook, but I know people that have been able to successfully read the the subtitles using their display if they're just doing Japanese on Japanese or French on French, so forth and so on. So, I mean, this is something that is really a great tool to have. Um, Sometimes some of the shows might have subtitles. Sometimes they might have audio tracks. I know that all the Netflix content that they create themselves do have Chinese, German, French, Italian, in Spanish um, audio tracks and then they also do have subtitles now every show is different so some shows have Hindi and English and French and Spanish maybe some might have Chinese simplified which is Mandarin and Chinese traditional which is Cantonese um, you know they might even have Cantonese separate from the traditional and the the simplified. Um, It just depends on the show. Um, I do have to say that the ones that just say English CC and just English audio, they don't, you know, they, they probably didn't have the permission from the distributor who had given license to Netflix in order to stream the, the show to be able to have more languages. But that's okay, though. I mean, you can go on other sites like YouTube and type in the language equivalent of Star Trek, for instance, and probably find it um, on there. However, I will say it's something that is a great tool to use for a lot of people. Um, I like the fact now that 
their content is audio described and you can watch it while um, having subtitles on in the target language, which is great. I mean, they even have audio described in German and Spanish and in different languages, depending on what country, you know, what language you're trying to go for. I've seen it in Hindi. I've seen it in Thai. I've seen it in German and so forth and so on. So these are the sort of things that you can really benefit from when you're someone that has limited vision and cannot read subtitles and someone that is completely blind. And if you're deaf, you're lucky because you're on a treasure troll because closed captioning is on everything, every movie, every TV show. So that way you'll be able to still learn your languages. And I, I have a friend that's hard of hearing and she lives in North America and she has issue when they don't have closed captioning on certain videos that aren't related to Netflix. And I said, yes, it, I think people tend to forget that the disabled community exists sometimes, but that's okay. You know, we're all learning as we're going along. And that's what matters that we're learning about each other and we're able to effectively communicate with each other in other ways that you wouldn't normally be able to do otherwise. And because I studied film in film school 12 years ago, and I studied theater at Kent State University 13 years ago, primarily acting and producing, I have to say I'm in love with Netflix. Right now, I'm watching The 100, and it's in English. Um, I didn't want to do Spanish subtitles, so I didn't. I'm on season 2, episode 13. I'm almost done with that season. I have another four seasons left to go before, you know, I have my um, fill of the 100. I can't wait for season seven to come out. I know that I was told that that would be the last season of the 100. But the fact remains is that I didn't even know this series existed until recently. And I'm loving it. You know, and the really cool thing about it is, is that you find things on Netflix that you wouldn't normally watch and you look at it. And if it is audio described, you're like, wow, this is totally cool, you know, and it is. I mean, I love Bollywood movies. I love Italian cinema, Thai, Japanese, Cantonese. So I love Asian cinema a lot. And um, now that stuff is audio described or, you know, voiceover can read it in, in the target language or with English subtitles, it's amazing because it still gives me the motivation to keep going in my language learning for that particular language, which is a great thing for a lot of people out there that's listening to this podcast. You know, if you spend about eight bucks a month, that's not bad. For Netflix, it really isn't. I cut my cable off like a year and a half ago. And I use Netflix and Hulu and whatever apps are free. And, you know, I have my own movies. And that's another thing too. If you have a certain director you like in certain language that you like to watch movies in, it helps to see if their movies are going to be on Netflix. You know, the library is another resource that I use. 
um, to watch the latest movies. Because it doesn't take as long anymore for the movies to come out digitally now. As opposed to like 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. So, yeah, Netflix is an amazing tool. They're very cooperative with the disabled community. You know, they want to make their content available to a variety of people from around the world. And I think that's a lovely thing. And so, you know, if you don't have a Netflix subscription, get one. It's worth it. It really is worth it. You can watch stuff in French, Japanese, Thai, Korean. Oh, my God. They have a Korean section that will blow your mind. You know, I mean, yeah, it's amazing. So, um, you know, now, yes, do I wish they had more Russian content? Yes. Um, I haven't tried their Arabic content yet, but I plan on it. Um, uh, Their Hindi content is amazing. Um, oh yeah, I, I'm just, I'm really, really, really happy about this. So, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast, um, talking about Netflix. And remember, language learning is a journey. It's a process. Enjoy it. Take your time. Have fun. That is the most important thing you can do when learning a language. Even if that means that you're learning it through watching TV shows, watching movies. Now, I will advise that you might want to have at least an A2 to B1 level, um, you know, before you go like gung-ho with it. So you can have a foundation of vocabulary in whatever language you're studying. Um, that's important. Uh, but I would, I would still continue to listen even if you don't understand because you will start to understand. Like, for example, I learned how to say bent over in Japanese, which is bendo. And um, to bend over. And so, I mean, like, I wasn't expecting to learn that, but I did. And, I mean, it was just from watching The Naked Director. And, and I will say this. I really enjoy Asian cinema. And it's it's a beautiful art form. And um, I can't wait to find out more about the different genres of film. Now that voiceover has become accessible for the blind and visually impaired who uses Macs. And NVDA has become more and more popular with people who have, um, you know, PCs and they can't afford JAWS. It's it's the next best um, text-to-speech software out there on the market. So thank you to the guys from Australia for making that um, happen. Because without it, a lot of people in the blind and visually impaired community would not be able to go to school, have a job, have access to the internet, social media, etc. So thank you. And thank you to Netflix for making such wonderful content accessible for everybody, including the blind, visually impaired, deaf, blind, and deaf community. Please subscribe to the podcast on podcast 
places where you can download podcasts, such as Google Play Store, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, RadioCast, Overcast, Radio Public. You can find Chanel's Language Learning Podcast on any of these platforms. And I hope you guys have a great day. I hope um, you have a great language day. I hope your week was well. I know mine was. And if you want to join me on Facebook, I have a language learning community called Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S. Language Learning Journey Mastermind. It's a closed group, so you have to answer three questions and agree to the terms. And I will be notified about you wanting to join, and I will add you. Um, So welcome to the Chanel Language Learning Journey Mastermind, where I go more in depth about learning languages the visually impaired way. And we have about 73 people right now. So I'm hoping we can get over 100 soon. Um, We've been in existence for a month now. So I hope everybody can come and join. I mean, I love for everybody who loves languages, who has been supporting me. Thank you so much. The past 15 months have been a blast. And I know the next 15 months are going to be amazing. And by the way... Just FYI, before I get off of here, I will be interviewing the creator of the Dorathy and High Valeria languages, along with the languages of the 100, Mr. David J. Peterson on Tuesday. So if you want to send me information on Instant Messenger, um... You have until 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow to send me questions uh, to ask him. If you want a question asked on the show while I'm recording it, um, you can go to Chanel Patrice Hancock at Facebook.com, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-E-H-A-N-C-O-C-K at Facebook.com, and I will answer your questions. Thank you so much and have a great day. Hello everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with your host Chanel Patrice Hancock. Today is Sunday, August 25th, 2019 here in Akron, Ohio. I want to start off by thanking the sponsors of the show, Anchor.fm who, without you guys allowing me to put my podcast on for the past year and a half now, I wouldn't have been able to reach 9,200 people from 83 countries and 33 states around the world. I am so grateful to be able to create a show that people love and more and more people are starting to listen to. So thank you so much to Anchor and to all the new people that have subscribed, all the old people that continue to listen and share the podcast with everybody that they know. Thank you so much for the support. 
keep listening. My whole goal is before the end of next month to get up to 10k listeners. I'm not very far off. Another 800 listeners and I'll be able to achieve my goal of 10k. I hope by the end of the year I can say I'm at 15 to 20k. That would be great. Well, today's episode is going to be a continuation of social media and language learning, and I decided to choose Facebook this week to talk about, especially if you're visually impaired and you're blind and you're using Facebook anyway to find friends, family, um, classmates you went to school with or colleagues, or just make new friends in general. And as a result of this, you can learn about anything on Facebook, find anybody, a celebrity, um, you know, the Prime Minister of the UK, a sports figure, um, you name it, you can find it. There's pages on cooking, knitting, and what's so cool is that Facebook has a very large language learning community with a slew of pages from every language there is. Japanese, Korean, Mandarin, French, English, Romanian, Hungarian, Russian, Slovak, Swedish, you name it, there's a page for it. And speaking of pages, I just created a page a month and a half ago called Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S language learning master language learning journey mastermind and it's a page that has about 85 members now um I help people learn languages using my um speak from day one approach while using audio methods such as Michelle Thomas, Pimsleur, Living Language, Mango Languages, Colloquial Languages, YouTube, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, um, all kinds of different language podcasts such as Coffee Break Languages, Easy Languages, um, you know, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, um, TV shows, music, in order to learn languages in a stress-free way because I see a lot of people who they are so wrapped in their language learning that they tend to forget that it's supposed to be fun to learn not like a chore or something that you have to do Um, you can make it a priority in your life for like an hour so if you choose 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the afternoon and 20 minutes in the evening then you can work on your speaking, some flashcards, your listening comprehension, writing, all in that hour. You don't have to do the whole hour in the morning or at night. You can break it up into small segments and make it fun. You know, learning a language is like stepping into a door where you learn about different people, culture, history, places that you've never seen or heard of before. And the really cool thing for people that are blind and visually impaired is that if you know English or you know Latin, you'll be able to learn most of the braille codes 
that correspond to the language for which you want to learn how to speak. So if you can't read large print anymore and audio and braille are your go-to methods, um, then you can learn the braille code. And I will say that there's over 200 braille codes. So if you have a refreshable braille display, whether it's a Braille Edge 40 or a Smart Beetle by Hems Incorporated, um, or if it's a Brilliant or an Apex or a Braille Touch display by Humanware, it's a Polaris by Hems, um, you know, it's a Focus 40 Blue display by Freedom Scientific, then you're able to read refreshable braille from your laptop, your mobile phone, your computer screen, on your desktop, and you're able to go to Facebook and search using your Bluetooth refreshable keyboard um, the pages that you're looking for in the search bar. And if you want to go to menus and you want to go to settings or my profile and you can find um, under preferences language and under language you can search what language you want to change the page to and I can read in Russian, Dutch, French, Italian, Spanish, um, Brazilian, Portuguese, and Romanian, um, online using Facebook. And I have to say that when I'm doing that, it's amazing. So my strongest languages are Russian, Spanish, Italian, French, and Dutch. And I will sit there and I will have voiceover in that particular language read to me the words in French and I'm able to read the post in French have it spoken out to me in French check the spelling on my display if it's paired to my phone or my tablet and you know I'm able to get my reading in my writing in my listening comprehension I'm able to send a message to people in French and it's amazing you know you can do that in order to be able to successfully learn um you know your target language and a lot of people have done this so they can improve upon their reading and their writing and their listening and their speaking skills and the really cool thing about it is you can go live you know and start speaking in your target language and people can watch you from all over the world speak your target language even if you do butcher it which is fine to make mistakes because everyone's going to make them um i know for me personally using facebook has been amazing i've done it in russian and in italian and in french and i enjoy it i've changed my phone to those languages as well and it does help um you know Facebook has 2 billion people on it from around the world speaking different languages. And so they have to keep their languages up to date 
they they have every language known to man, even Tibetan. And it's an amazing experience to be able to read your feeds in certain languages. You know, if you want to. To communicate with people in different chat groups if you want to. And it's very accessible. Which is an amazing um, thing to see. Now, I know for a fact that when I first started with Russian four years ago, and my Russian vocabulary wasn't that high, it took me a minute to be able to navigate through my phone even. But I did. And the more vocabulary I learned, the more I was able to navigate Facebook, navigate my phone, my tablet. And it changed my life in so many ways. I mean... Reading something in English is one thing. Reading something in another language takes it to a whole new level entirely. And some people don't have the luxury to be able to have the vocabulary be high enough for them to be able to do it. Now, I will say you want to make sure that you have a B1 level. Don't just change it right away if you're an A1, you know, because... You don't have enough vocabulary stored yet in your brain. And you need as much vocabulary and phrases in order to be able to navigate Facebook. And um, because otherwise, if you don't have somebody that knows that language, you're kind of screwed. And um, I can tell you from experience, I did that when I first started learning Russian. And my friend had to change it back to English because my vocabulary wasn't as high. So, you know, I would say make sure you're A2B1 first before you decide to change it over. You know, but if you want to practice, use Instant Messenger. Start writing short sentences and leaving voice messages. Um, you know, do Facebook Live. I do Facebook Live all the time. And I practice all my languages that way. That's another way I can hold myself accountable. You can meet different people have different relationships in different languages, especially if it's the Romance languages or Slavic or Asian or Middle Eastern and languages like Hindi and Sanskrit over in India. And so, I mean, Facebook has changed the lives of blind people and people in general for the better in that regard. And I have to say, you know, um... When you can do a live feed and you can communicate with people or you can write a post in your target language, you can change it. The language settings on Facebook, you can even change the country settings just so you can see what what, what posts are being posted in other countries. You know, it, it's an amazing um, site to use, I would say, um, in regards to language learning. Um, and I do have to say that, you know, a lot of people have benefited from using Facebook as a language learning tool and being able to create groups, chat groups where you can practice your languages, being able to create, um, you know, the different flags of the countries, you know, of which languages you're studying, to be able to change the language, to be able to 
read other posts in other languages and communicate with other people. It's it's an amazing tool to use. Um, the only downside is if your vocabulary is not high, it's going to be difficult for you to change it back to English or whatever your native tongue is. So I would advise that you have at least a thousand words to fifteen hundred words, um, and and then be some high frequency words that have to do with technology, you know, email and all that, and yeah. So once you do, um, you'll be okay for the most part. I know that I enjoy it. I use instant messenger. I use, um you know, the language feature in order to be able to change the language when I feel like it. You know, I know that I'm fluent in a language when I can navigate pages on the site for which I'm interacting with in that language, you know, so, and that's passively, you know, so I'm quite happy that I'm able to do this in multiple languages, like Dutch, French, Italian, Spanish, Russian. It's amazing. So, you know, I would I would try that out and see what you guys think. Let me know what you think about this podcast too. Um for the most part. Um how many have changed the language feature to read in their target language? How many have used the instant messenger to create chat groups so you can have your own private chat groups? I know I've done that. And as a matter of fact, I'm on WhatsApp, um, Chanel's English Lang, Chanel's Euro Lang, Chanel's Asian Lang, Chanel's Mid Afro Lang, C H E N E L L E apostrophe S, Romance Lang, Asian Lang, Mid Afro Lang, Euro Lang, and English Lang on WhatsApp. And then I also have Chanel's. Middle Eastern and African language um, group, Chanel's Language Learning Journey, Romance Group, Chanel's Language Learning Journey, Asian Group, English Group. So you can find me on Instant Messenger if you want to join the chats. You can find my group on Facebook, Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind. If you want to join and WhatsApp under Chanel's English Lang, Romance Lang, Euro Lang, Asian Lang, Mid Afro Lang. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast show. I hope you enjoy continuing to listen to me speak about language learning the visually impaired way. Feel free to give me a rating, a review, a thumbs up um, on everywhere where you can subscribe to podcasts. Thank you to Anchor. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. And have fun. Take care. See you in the next podcast.